Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite, tell a friend, and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. There were no big games out last week, and the new games this week are Redbow, The Surge 2 Kraken, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Hovership Havoc, and Far Out. Xbox is also adding four new games to Xbox Game Pass for PC and console. On console, they can get Frostpunk, Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet, and Tekken 7, and on PC, FTL Faster Than Light. Now it's the last week's biggest news stories, and we have eight to cover this week. Number one, Phil Spencer shows off Xbox Series X processor. Andrew Smith at IGN writes, Xbox head Phil Spencer has offered tech fans a small tease of the processing power behind the upcoming Xbox Series X console, which is set to be released later this year. Showing off the processor on Twitter, Spencer merely changed his profile picture to an image of the new hardware chip, which reads 8K and Project Scarlet. Richard Ledbetter on Eurogamer adds further insight to the story. On the face of it, updating a Twitter profile picture with a low-quality shot of Project Scarlet Silicone might not sound like a big deal, but when Microsoft's stated aim is to deliver the most powerful console of the next generation, commentators, including us, will grab every opportunity we can to learn more about the new machine. And the evidence does suggest that we're looking at the largest console processor released by Sony or Microsoft to date, further solidifying expectations of extreme performance. Kind of a silly news story, but that last sentence is key, further solidifying expectations of extreme performance. I cannot wait to see how good this Xbox Series X looks on my LG C8 TV this year. Number two, Xbox won't have Series X exclusives for at least a year. Matt Kim at IGN writes, 2020 is when the next generation of consoles is set to be released, but Microsoft is upending the playbook this year by announcing the upcoming Xbox Series X won't launch with exclusive games. Instead, any new title playable on the Xbox Series X will also be playable on older gen Xbox One consoles. Cool. As our content comes out over the next year, two years, all of our games, sort of like PC, will play up and down that family of devices, end quote, said Xbox Game Studios boss Matt Booty in a recent interview with MCV. But we want to make sure that if someone invests in Xbox between now and Series X, that they feel they made a good investment and that we're committed to them with content, end quote. What that means is that Xbox will still have console exclusives on Xbox and PC, but they won't be limited to just the Series X. Upcoming games for the next-gen Microsoft console will also be playable on the Xbox One, Xbox One S, and Xbox One X. Now, this story has been making the rounds and people taking the headline for clickbait that the Xbox Series X won't have any exclusives, which isn't entirely true. These stories aren't stories for PC games when they're released, as there's so much hardware out there. It is a little disappointing in the fact that there will be some inherent restrictions from developers that the game must be playable on Xbox One, and what developer wants to put out a really bad version of a game, but this is not new to PC, and we just need to start thinking about this next gen more like the PC ecosystem. Number 3. Sea of Thieves passes 10 million players since launch. Joe Nady on news.xbox.com writes, We're excited and humbled to share that Sea of Thieves has now been played by more than 10 million players, reinforcing its status as the most successful new IP from Xbox this generation. It's mind-blowing to think that to the many people setting sail on the Sea of Thieves, and it's all been made possible by the support and passion of our fantastic community. 
For everyone at Rare, the Sea of Thieves community represents the very best of what gaming can be. It's owned to players from more than 80 different countries, bringing together gamers on Xbox Game Pass, Xbox One, and Windows 10 PC, and creating countless stories and moments that people can treasure. Seeing these stories shared through social media or other community spaces is something that inspires the team every day. To every person who's played Sea of Thieves, thank you. I wanted to highlight this story to congratulate Rare on Sea of Thieves and the success that they have had. Unfortunately, I haven't spent much time with it, but I would like a crew to sail with and give this game another chance. If anyone's interested, hit me up at bros93 on Xbox. Number 4, next Batman game teased with new logo. Chris Priestman at IGN writes, Warner Brothers Games Montreal updated their website with a mysterious circle that houses some of the different sigils teased so far. Two of the blanks are filled with the emblems for the League of Shadows and today's mysterious Gotham City symbol, but there are still eight circles left empty. WGames seems to be teasing at least eight more emblems that could represent different factions in the game. We know at least one other emblem not included in this circle is a torch symbol. WB Games teased in September 2019, but the rest remains a mystery. It's likely WB Games will continue to reveal more emblems to complete the sigil. This is coming from the studio that released Batman Arkham Origins, and I truly cannot understand what their marketing strategy is. This has been so long and drawn out. From Batman fans, it simply seems like this will be a Court of Owls game. Just announced the damn game already. Unfortunately, my backlog is all the Batman Arkham games. I can't wait to play them, and I think this will finally be the year, so maybe I'll be interested in whatever the hell this game finally will be announced as. Number 5, Halo 5 Ranked Head-to-Head -head Mode is back so you can prove your metal in 1v1. James O'Connor at GameSpot writes, Halo 5 Guardians is bringing back a fan-favorite mode this month with head-to-head -head returning as a ranked playlist. This mode, which pits players against a single other Spartan in a one-on-one -on -one battle, went live for the first time on January 31st, 2019, and has now returned. Head-to-head -head is a round-based take on Slayer made up of three rounds that are each first to five kills. As it's just you and the other player, it can be quite tense. All you hardcore Halo 5 fans out there, get in there and see what you can do. Number 6, Lord of the Rings Gollum confirmed for PS5 Xbox Series X. Chris Priestman at IGN writes, Daedalic Entertainment has reaffirmed that its action-adventure game, The Lord of the Rings Gollum, will be coming to next-gen consoles including PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X along PC in 2021. This is what the studio told Edge Magazine for its February 2020 issue, which has a number of interviews with key developers that reveal the first new details about the game since its announcement back in March 2019. For starters, Daedalic has set out to invent its own version of the main character Gollum, rather than follow the look given to him in Peter Jackson's movies. Tolkien didn't give a size reference for Gollum to begin with, art director Matthias Fisher told Edge, so in the first illustrations, he's gigantic. He's like a monster emerging from the swamp. Daedalic hasn't yet revealed what Gollum will look like in the game. Senior producer Kay Felbuck adds to this that Daedalic doesn't want to displease the folks who have only seen the movies. But in short, he doesn't look like Andy Serkis. Serkis is, of course, the actor who portrayed Gollum in the movies. Daedalic's take on Gollum has you play as him as he's deep into his corruption by the One Ring. He conveys a different set of emotions than those seen in the films, so that he's more sympathetic and relatable. This is important as you'll be spending 20 or more so hours with him. I am very interested in this game as it seems like it might be a more story-focused game on Gollum and the corruption that he's feeling. I am a passive fan of the series, I love the original trilogy and The Hobbit was whatever, so I can't wait to see what this will eventually look like on my shiny new Xbox Series X in 2021. Number 7, next Call of Duty won't have jetpacks, Treyarch director says. Matthew Olson at US Gamer writes, Regardless of whether he personally liked the addition of jetpacks to the Call of Duty formula, Treyarch studio designer director David Vondier isn't keen on bringing them back for a future installment. On Twitter, Vondier replied to a pro jetpacks fan with a stern all caps quote no. 
adding later that he's still disturbed by the community response to Jetpacks and Black Ops 3. Quote, such short-term memories, Vonderier tweeted. You hung me from the highest branch? No. No, I have PTSD, end quote. In May of last year, Kotaku reported that Treyarch was taking the lead on 2020's Call of Duty title, breaking Activision's established cycle of rotating through installments led by Treyarch, Infinity Ward, and Sledgehammer games. Treyarch's most recent Call of Duty title, Black Ops 4, was released in 2018. 2019's Call of Duty Modern Warfare reboot was developed by Infinity Ward. I for one totally support this as I hated the jetpacks in Black Ops 3 and will be intrigued to see what the total response is from this game when it releases next year. It's on a shorter dev cycle and man are Call of Duty fans hardcore. Number 8. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is getting a 3v3 gunfight mode. Matt Kim at IGN writes, It is a new year and Infinity Ward offered a quick update on what players can expect from Call of Duty Modern Warfare in 2020. While the developers didn't reveal too many specifics, Infinity Ward announced that a 3v3 version of Gunfight will be coming in the future. Infinity Ward rolled out a Gunfight 1v1 playlist this week, but said that it was working on Gunfight 3v3 as well. The developers previously said 3v3 was in the cards back in December, but now the Infinity Ward blog confirmed this as well. This is very exciting as I've loved the Gunfight mode when I have gone on to play Call of Duty Modern Warfare online with my friends, and the more people that can join the better. I love when the developers give us players the options to play how we want with the people that we want. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is more of a historic news story about the Xbox One before it was launched. Sebastian Anthony on Extreme Tech writes in September 4th of 2013. And a move that clearly signals Microsoft's desperation to get ahead of Sony's PlayStation 4 by any means possible, the Xbox One CPU has been speed boosted from 1.6 GHz to 1.7 GHz, 150 MHz, or just under 10%. At the same press conference, Microsoft also said that the Xbox One has entered mass production, and that it's on schedule for a November release, though at the time of the story they did not know the actual release date. I want to include this as we're on the cusp of the full reveal of the Xbox One at some point this year with the release at the end in November 2020, probably. And it is interesting to see what went wrong with the Xbox One at the initial reveal, as we all are very familiar with. They panicked between the disparity of the Xbox One and PS4 power, and in a last-ditch effort, tried to get more power to it. Unfortunately, it was not enough. The Xbox One never recovered from that terribly awful reveal in 2013. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I haven't played much games, but I played a little bit more of my friend Pedro. Don't love the game, but I am enjoying my time with it. Great value and added from Game Pass. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all have a great week and keep on gaming.